Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. You're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. I have our great guest today, Mr. Raymond Domain, good friend of mine, originally from Sunset. I know a lot of you guys know Raymond. Raymond is very involved in the community, involved with the Carmelites and, and with the Action Treat and many other things. Today we also have Mr. John Reed. No stranger to the show, but John will be co-hosting today, and Raymond and John go way back. Yes. But I want to just say welcome to the show, Raymond. Yes, thank, thank you. you All right, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born in Sunset in um, 1954, and uh, I came from a family of 12. I have 11, I have 11 siblings. I got eight sisters and three brothers. And um, in 1960, July 25th, 1960, uh, my father was was killed in a car accident and my mother was left with 11 children and a few months pregnant and um, I don't remember that day I don't remember much about my father but uh, I remember mother um, she went back to school got an education LPN's license and she went on got a nursing degree she gave me RN how old were you when that happened I was five years old my father passed away mm-hmm. and uh, so as years went by, you know, you don't realize um, the loss of a father. Uh, and uh, when I was in eighth grade, I played um, basketball for George Washington Carver Elementary in Sunset. And uh, and I was recruited in a way. I went to Cathedral, and um, it was a blessing because that changed my life totally. Uh, I had an opportunity to go to cathedral because after my father got killed, mom had to pull everybody out of Catholic schools because she couldn't afford it. Now I'm the ninth one down. And um, anyway, it went like this. In the mornings, she would have to take reports. I was always at school at 6.15 in the morning and uh, because she had to be at the hospitals. And then after school, after football practice, I, um, a basketball practice, I'd hitchhike back to the hospitals or hitchhike back to Sunset. And um, and I was very fortunate in an opportunity to go to do that. But I remember doing one football, one particular time um, before football came. All the uh, football players would go home and get a sandwich or something before a game, especially home games. And I couldn't do that because I lived in Sunset; it was too far away. So they invite me to their homes, and uh, I remember. One of the mothers says, how was your day today, Raymond? I, I was shocked. I thought I did something wrong. <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me that before. And and the dads would come in and say, well, you played a good game. You see, my siblings were much older and they moved away. My younger siblings didn't make the football game, so I really played for myself. And right then and there, I realized what family's all about, what I've missed all those years. So I prayed. Um, that one day I would have that. And by the grace of God, I've been married 42 years, four sons, and um, I'm blessed. And uh, 
anyway, that's where I'm at today. Tell us a little bit. I know you and Nancy have an amazing relationship, and she's such a rock uh, for the church and a, a rock in your marriage and in your family. But tell us about how y'all met. Well, we met on a blind date, and um, and see, you know, I was telling you we didn't have the, we just had the basics in life. So our first date, real date, sophomore in high school, we went to a nice restaurant. It was a blind date and um, homecoming. And um, I remember she didn't eat all our food. And I said, wait a minute, I paid good money for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, why do you need all the food? Then later on, we met in a senior year, and, uh, and we dated again. And from then on, and I went in the Marine Corps. She waited for me. I was overseas 14 months. And uh, what a wonderful lady. What a, so I'm blessed. I'm a blessed man. But not only did I, when I prayed to the, uh, our father and the Blessed Mother, I had, I not only got a wonderful wife, but I got a father I never had in my life. It was her father. He had to make some changes in my life, not knowing. Um, and give an example, he said, man, I'm going to treat you this weekend. We're going this weekend for a wonderful weekend. Uh, he sent me to Casilla. What a wonderful, wow. what a wonderful. Then later on in life, he says, hey, I said, we're going, I'm going to, I'm going to treat you to breakfast. I'll pick you up at 5.30 in the morning. And then we went to the Carmelite Monastery. And so went to Mass there. And then he would send me, we'd go on a retreat together at Grankerto. So he was always involved in my life. And see, God not only gave me a wonderful wife, but he gave me a dad I never had. So when he passed away in 2001, It was like losing my father. That's beautiful. Tell me, tell us his name. I know he's a good Cajun guy. Well, he was Dr. W.I. Smith, and um, he was always there. And his, the beauty of this, his family treated me like, like, like a sibling. You know, I was always welcoming the Smith family. Um, the two, the, his two sons, his um, Jerry and David and Marianne, they always treated me like one of their family members never jealous always helping and uh, really felt part of the family still do today and so it's beautiful yeah, yeah uh, one of the great things about raymond is his family and he's always invited me to uh the uh, parties that they have how do you get along with all 12 siblings i guess because we went through some tough times we didn't have time to Mom expected us to grow up fast, and we. And um, when she was working all the time, the older siblings took care of the younger siblings. So, we have our differences at times, but we're very forgiving as well. And um, and so all of us in well, even without a father. And if we need something, uh, they there to help one another, and it's amazing. Uh, but we just lost recently lost two of our uh, my sister and. Um, my brother and um but all of us get along all of us talk to each other um and uh, it, it's just amazing they we get together twice a year holy saturday it's a big family reunion and also as well we get together on um the saturday after uh, christmas and um and, it's, and so we have about a hundred some people mom has um 60 grandchildren and about i've had 50 great grandkids so. good lord that's a big family. 
That's some Cajun Catholics. Uh, so we're one. I'm one of six boys, and I, I, you know, all of us are still alive, and I'm the youngest. And you know, I just I started thinking the other day about what it would be like to lose one of my brothers. You know, I think that would just be so devastating because you know, you know how it is when you're in a big family, like you just said. You you do have your differences, and um, you know, you don't get to tell them maybe I love you as much as you want as you want to. I know. I know for us we don't, but Raymond is a teddy bear. He probably he's probably telling them a lot that he loves them because I know he he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's such a uh, great man, very very happy to and, and proud to have met you. So I know you have a great devotion to young men, and um, and he's mentored so many uh, through the Axe Retreat and Carmelites. But why why? You well, a bit in my office. One of the things I I, I told myself. Uh, I see, I, f- I felt the hurt and pain growing up, you know, not knowing. See, Mom, she tried her best. She did a great job. And um, I remember being taught the facts of life. She called the Jesuit church in Grankito, the, um and the fossil, I forgot the name's priest, but I was like 11 or 12 years old. He taught me the facts of life. And they always treated me. I looked up to them. And then when they would look at my report cards and... Um, one of the things they would say, you don't need to be smart to have an A in conduct. And so, <laughs> but they were always there. They, I looked up to the priest because they were all there for me. And, um, but like today, my, like my, my sons, you know, I never wanted to feel like I felt. And so that was important to me. Very and, much so. I, I understand that. Uh, Raymond, you, 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 uh, inspired me to uh, say the rosary each day tell me tell me how you got that how did you come across the fact that the rosary is so important to you well I, my, my mother used to say three decades a day and uh, wow. we used to say on vacations all the time that i remember every time we got in the car if it was a half hour away we'd we'd say the rosary ever since i can remember mom had a very 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 faithful woman and um I remember one time I was complaining about something. I didn't have enough money, uh, but to do something. And and she looked at me and she said, "Count your blessings. Do not count your money. You're gonna be ahead in life if you count your blessings." And it never stood out until I got older, and I really, and the blessings of my my children, and what they have accomplished in their lives. It's not all of them give back, and so that's important. They still hug and kiss me. They still kiss their mother, and these are grown men. And they also kiss each other, and it's important. And so, uh, but I see men today, especially today, they don't have dads in their lives, whether they're living or not living. And I see the hurt and pain that they're going through. But I was very fortunate because um, I met Nancy and her family, and so uh, I'm I'm just a blessed man. And so I, I say it like my wife and I say it every day. Uh, I do my readings in the morning, and um, and. It's just part of my life, and uh, thanking God for my my gifts He's given me over the years, and not just things, uh, but people that surround me that make me a better person. We we're back in the studio for the first time in quite a while because of the virus, and I heard that the most Googled thing in the la- you know since the virus began was people Googling how to pray, and so you know, and I think people is although it's been a trying time, no doubt. I think it's been some good that came out of it. But how would you respond to these people that are reaching out to our listeners that, that say, hey, does prayer really work? How, how do you know that prayer works? Well, I'm a prime example of that. Uh, I wasn't supposed to do as well as I did in life, whether financially or whether with my, my wife. 
you know, I was around, uh, uh, you know, hitchhiking at 15 years old uh, to Plaquemine and working on a tugboat. Um, seeing things at a young age, growing up fast. Uh, so I'm a, an example of that. The prayer does work. And just ask God, and, uh, and he'll help you. And not the way you think he's going to help you. It's, that, it's the way he wants you. Like, give an example. I prayed for a wife to put up with my shenanigans. <laughs> and now, but not only got a lovely wife, but I had a dad I never had before. And he, he finished raising me, I guess, I want to say, so that's 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 in itself. That's a, I'm a, I'm I'm a living proof that prayer does work. And and look at my mother. She has twelve children. They all did well. We all came out of this, um, and we all love each other. And she um, she taught us how to pray. And um, she I remember one time I was asking her uh, one of she got a brand new car and uh, and. Because we always had second and third hand cars. She got a brand new car after she retired the first time. What kind? Uh, she got a Cadillac. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, but uh, she and she was about a week later. She sent uh, uh, Linda to her, my, her oldest grandson to go to prom, and I couldn't believe it. And I went up to her and said, "Mom, why did you do that? You worked so hard to get this." And she said, looked at me, and says, "Nothing's worth having if you can't share it with others." And I said, wow. And so she shared faith with, with her children. She shared faith with other people. And she was a giving mother. And um, this is where I learned, I picked up. And the ones of my brothers, too, also. They, they would say, I'd make sales calls my brother Theo. We'd make go to Houston. And the very first thing, he would pull out the rosary. And, um, and we'd say a rosary on the ba- way back. Uh, same thing my brother Lewis. So they always were very faithful, and we talked about it. We got real deep in our faith. Um, when I made the axe retreat, I got letters from them congratulating on making the axe retreat. Uh, they're much older. One seven, Lewis is seven years old. I am, and my um, my other brother is twelve years old. I am. Mm-hmm. But uh, even you know, I believed in my brother so much that when I finished high school, my brother Lewis says, "Look, I want I want to ask you." I uh, said, "I think you you." I want, uh, I want you to join the Marine Corps. I said, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I, anyway, he, they always looked after him, even though, it, even at my age of 65 years old, they still uh, tried to, because they were like my dads in life. They, they still try to correct you. Yeah. So it's, sometimes you got to be careful, but they're they loving, they're giving, and um, I learned from them too as well. You're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show, and today's guest is Mr. Raymond Domain, and our co-host today is Mr. John Reed. And uh, Raymond and John, uh, they share a love for golf, and they definitely share a love for the Lord. And um, with that, John, I'll let you. Yeah, well, the interesting thing, yeah, Raymond and I have been many places together, and the first time I didn't know him very well, and we were on our way to the Masters Golf Tournament, and uh and we we're driving down the road and uh he he pulls out the rosary and he's got it on tape and he's saying the rosary on the way over and kind of i didn't know what to take of it at first but uh on the way back we said the rosary and i led it so uh raymond i know rosary is very important to you and i know uh uh all the uh, things that you believe in but why did you want to uh, 
promote the rosary so much? Well, to me, it's like putting your armor on in, in, in every day. It's putting, um, uh, you know, it's just I, feel, I carry rose in my pocket all the time. Um, it's like putting your armor and uh, to keep the devil away from you and keep you focused and, um, and, you know, thanking God for all the things he's done for you. And so, and that's very, very important. Uh, when uh, sometimes when I can't sleep, I say a rosary, uh, just all the time, and it's just uh, and asking the Blessed Mother for help as well. And just like Jesus did, he went off in the, in the, to pray for, away from his uh, disciples. And the same thing you should do: get a quiet place and say a rosary and meditate. And uh, not so much ask for things, just just thanking God for what you do have, not what you don't have, and uh, all the surrounding blessings. Yeah, I'll, I'll share with you, with me and my rosary, is that I find myself um, not really paying attention to what I am saying when it's the Hail Mary or the Our Father. And I, honestly, uh, it might be only two or three Hail Marys or, or maybe one our Father, and I'm really thinking about the words I'm saying, but what I do is I th- I'm thinking about a lot of other things, and it's a contemplative prayer, and it's one of those things, just like you said, it's your armor, and, and it's I, I can't let go. That For me, that I never said a rosary before Cursia. That was 16 years ago, and I, I, I it was my connection to my faith, to my, to my supernatural spiritual life. I had to have a connection, and that was my one connection back to my Cursia that that I had to have that rosary to hold on to. During this virus, I used to work out a lot and run and try and exercise, and I haven't done that not one time, but but I have maintained my rosary. And that's the one thing I feel like I, it's, it's, I've been down on myself. You know, I think the devil's talking to me, beating me down. Uh, but the one thing I've held on to has been my rosary during all of this crazy time. You know, what, what do you think about this crazy time? I mean, what's your take on this? Well, I think God's... It's my personal opinion. I think he's making an adjustment to the world and making a stop and look at, and I see that today with families in the subdivision riding their bikes together. Uh, they're walking together. They're staying home. They're cooking. And I see it in my family. My son that's a local dentist here, he spends a lot of time with his, he had to close his office. And, and so he's camping out with his daughter in the a, in a yard or he's canoeing with his daughter down the river, Vermilion River. And, um, and so... And, and he was a great dad, but the thing they spending time, families are spending time together, and they're not going, 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 and um, and I think it's changing people's lives today. They're making them realize you don't need those extra things you think you do, and making them realize that you your value is your family, your children, not the material things in life, and so and I think that's awesome. And uh, yes, so but on the rosary part is that. I always carry a rosary. I always love. It's just it's it's part of me. It's part of my existence. Okay, well, uh, Raymond, tell me uh, what uh, what did you do to instill your children to continue going to church? Um, I know a lot of people that we have friends of, and they have left the church. But your children seem to do more and be active in everything. Well, one of the things I did, I want them. Uh, one of the things we did when they went to high school, when they started at 16 years old, uh, we sent them to camp, muscular dystrophy camp. They took care of a child one-on-one, had to bathe them, change them, feed them. And it's an eye-opener. And uh, I think all kids should experience that. Because you're helping, you're taking the focus off yourself into someone else. 
and uh, each one of them did it at least two years and uh, that changed their lives and giving back at a young age but but we always said a rosary on Sundays that's what we did we start off Sundays we always sat down between six and eight and uh, so we decided okay we can say a rosary tonight every Sunday and but we got real deep and uh, I would start off and say I'd pray for certain things or things to happen this week my wife would pray as well and then each child would say what they want in life like hope I make a good grade this week I hope I do this this week and that what taught them how to pray and uh, to be more loving and more caring but also I had religious at my home as well we'd have dinners or lunch and uh, we always had religious uh, priests nuns and um, so that's why they got their faith and uh, today I, I want to say they're more faithful than I am because they keep, keep up with the Pope they keep up with the bishops and um, and, and look they push me a lot of times and um, and one of them when I mentioned the name one of them he's on the board of Lazarus feeding the homeless in New Orleans mm. one of them works for focus the other one goes to prison ministry every other week so you have to teach them a young age that uh, and if you when you're helping a child I guess when you're a young age you realize how fortunate you are and um, so and it, by the way the camp is free <laughs> if you want to send your kids there and you have to be trained um, but we always started we always thank God we always thank God for things and, it, and my wife did the same thing and, and one particular my son he lived in New York for three years and I guess and uh, first three four months um, I remembered he was a dentist and um, my wife he called one day he said boy I love New York I'm learning a lot in my dentistry and He's already, he was a dentist already, and my wife said, he said, I met this movie star, I did this. She said, what parish do you belong to? Oh, Mom, New York's so big, I can't find a church. Then she says, her question was, have you been eating? She said, yes, Mom, I've been eating. So you found a grocery store. <laughs> so now it's time to find a church and feed your soul. And she said, next time you call, I want to hear about the church. And guess what? One of his good friends is a priest, a Dominican priest in New York. And uh, his dad is a practice of dentist here in Lafayette. And uh, if my wife would have said that, I made that comment, I don't think he would have went back to church or went mm. to church. So you still have to tell your children, no matter what age they're not that they're doing wrong, but to steer them back to their faith. Because we all stray, no matter who you are. I did. And, uh, but, and, uh, but God always has a tendency to bring you back. And... Uh, this, this is our calling as Cajun Catholics, and I always say, people get tired of me saying this on air, but, you know, it's the reach that we have, and, and it is God's God's will that, that the Cajun Catholics are, are preaching the good gospel out in the whole world. And just to see the example of Raymond and his children, and, you know, here in New York, and I know that Ben is in Denver, and, you know, they're just all over the place spreading the gospel. And, uh, you know, you think of the mystery of the proclamation of the kingdom, and that, that's it. We're living it right there. You know, it's so beautiful. Um, I want to say this. You know, Ben and I got the opportunity to go on a mission trip together, and we became close. And if you all don't know, Ben played football for LSU, had an amazing career. But he his, his bigger career was when he found uh, Christ the King Church at, at, at LSU and became very involved as a leader not only as a football player, but to be a leader in the Catholic Church and has taken that on to Denver. And I, uh, I made a sneak call to Ben yesterday and let him know that, that his dad was going to be on the show. 
today and I said, come on, Ben. I said, give me some good questions to ask your dad, some behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't have any behind-the-scenes stuff, but he asked uh, several questions, and we've, we've gone over some of those. But I, he did ask this question, and I'll ask you this question. What do you want your legacy to be? I know that's a tough question, but... Uh, well, I, I think my legacy that... Um, <clears throat> Uh, to be the best dad ever, you know, and uh, and um, and help other young men uh, with their journey in life. You know, I've I've done several. One I recall, uh, I helped him get him a job, and I and I followed him. He called me the other day to tell me he lost his job because his dad's not involved in his life. And um, I'm always trying to help not just men, women as well, with their with their faith and. Uh, one of the first things people say, you know, I lost my job, I did this, or, or this happened to me. The very first thing I said, have you been praying? And they, they shocked, you know. So, and I think, and I just, my legacy is to say, hey, I did my best. And uh, as a father and as a grandfather. You can check that box, I can assure you. I agree. <laughs> lo, lo, Raymond is, is total love. No doubt. We have a few minutes left on the show, John. Uh, clean it up. Uh, clean it up. Wow. Okay. Uh, Raymond, uh, the, the the thing that I'd want you to also say is how did you uh, uh, mold yourself to do what Nancy wanted you to do? <clears throat> well, well I, had, I married a woman that loved God more than she loved me. And so... And so <clears throat> It's, that's a good thing, all right. Well, I never did. I never wanted to disappoint her at all, you know. And uh, and so I've always, so she's always taught me, uh, like when I get mad at somebody or or somebody's a situation, I said, "Oh, I'm gonna tell that guy or tell that girl." And she looked at me and she says, "They won't see Christ in you if you do that." Mm -hmm. That's good. And. So and she'd always and that that's tough to do. And she said, "Pray for them. They're going through some tough times. The way they act towards you." And I I was shocked. And so and that's tough to you have to be Christ-like when you're dealing with other people, because you can pray all day long, and if you go around uh, fussing at people, but they don't see Christ in you at all. So you, that's that's what she taught me: be more Christ-like when you're dealing with others. And maybe a little harder for an ex-Marine? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but that's what Nancy, Nancy's always, um, she's, she's the rock of our family. She's always, you know, I'm always learning from her um, what to do. And it's not, we have a great relationship. We just, uh, you know, like we, some, this morning, I said my reading, she said, let's, let's do our readings together. We always do it separately. I said, yeah, let's do it. And we share, and we share the most intimate time with one another in prayer. And we question certain things, and um, and the readings, I said, and, you know, something might hit me, and, I, and she said, oh, I thought about you when I read this. And um, so by her example, not just what she says, by her examples, she's, it was never about her. And she taught me that it should not ever be about you; it should be about others. Um, so, and and so, I literally married an angel. You did. Y'all have a beautiful marriage. I want to thank you so much for being on the show today, Raymond. We, those thirty minutes went by real quick. Um, just a great guy. 
and I'm, I'm proud to be called your friend. I love you, man. Thank you so much for being I, on the show. Th- I'm very humble and thankful that you invited me. Very yeah. good. So you've been listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. If you missed it live, we are on SoundCloud.com. If you search Cajun Catholic, you can catch any of the episodes that have aired. And uh, again, as always, we'd like to challenge you to engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Raymond, thank you for being on the show. John, thank you. Thank for you. Thank you. Thank God you very much. Both.